Hey guys, and welcome to Let's Talk Economics. Today, we'll be talking about price elasticity. What is it, how to calculate it, and what does it all mean? After today's episode, you should be able to do the following things. Define price elasticity in your own words. Calculate the price elasticity of an item. Describe and define an item as either elastic, unitary, or inelastic. So let's start at the beginning with price elasticity. Now, the official definition states that price elasticity is the relationship between the percent change in price resulting in a corresponding percent change in the quantity demanded or supplied. Wait, what? Let's try that again. I want you to think way back to probably elementary school and picture a pencil. You know, the original ones before the mechanical pencils. Well, back then, if you used the built-in eraser before the pencil had to be thrown away, you had to buy these little conical erasers that would pop right on top of that old eraser. Do you remember how that used to bend really easily? Well, that's a form of elasticity. If something is elastic in the economic sense, it can bend and respond to the changes around it. And in this metaphor, the product that we will be solving for later is that new flexible eraser. So in our simpler definition, we can say that price elasticity is the response to the change in the price of a product. Next, I'll tell you about the equation we can solve to see just how much price elasticity a product has. In order to figure out just how elastic an item is, there is a simple question that you can solve. Price elasticity equals percent of change in quantity divided by percent of change in price. Now, I know that I said that's a simple equation, but there are several steps to this equation that you will have to get through first. How do you determine the percent of change in quantity? In any example, you will usually be given the quantity of items sold previously, we'll call that Q1, and the quantity being sold now, Q2. To determine the percent change in quantity, you will have to subtract Q1 from Q2 and then divide it by the previous quantity. For example, the number of alarm clocks rose from 50, so there's our Q1, to 70 clocks, Q2. So Q2, 70 clocks, minus Q1, 50 clocks, is 20 clocks, our dividend. Next, we take the previous quantity for our divisor, 50. So we have our numbers. Let's get that percentage. 20 clocks divided by 50 clocks equals 0 0.4 times that by 100%, and you get 40%. The percent of change in price is calculated the same way. Let's say the price of those alarm clocks used to be $8. We'll call this P1, and now they are $9, P2. So $9 minus $8 is $1 of change. Now we divide $1 by P1, $8, and get 0.125, or 12.5%. Now we have our percent of change in quantity, 40%, and our percent in change in price, 12.5%. Now let's solve for our original price elasticity equation. Percent change in quantity divided by percent change in price, which is 
40% divided by 12.5%, which will equal 3.2%. Now, I know that not everyone will be able to envision the math on this through a podcast, so bear with me. In the show notes for this episode, there are three links. If you click on the first link, it will take you to a video where I will show you the equation as you would normally see it and walk through our example with you. So if you need to see the math in order to better understand this example, please pause this episode and go click on that link. Come on back when you're ready. Welcome back. Now that you have heard and seen me walk through the equation, how about you give it a shot? So yesterday, the price of envelopes was $3 a box, but the price has gone up to $3.75 a box. Well, yesterday, you would have been willing to buy 10 boxes of those envelopes, but now you're only going to buy eight of them. What is the price elasticity of those boxes of envelopes? One little tip before you start. Price elasticity is always calculated as an absolute value. So if you have a negative number, just go ahead and make it positive. Trust me, it'll be fine. Also, remember when I said that there were three links in the show notes? You might have guessed it, but now it's time for link number two. So pause this episode and try to work out the math for yourself. Then click on that second link to see me walk through the problem with you and see if you got it right. Then come on back and we'll have one more topic to talk about before we wrap things up. Good luck. Hey there again, how did everyone do? Great, I hope. Now I bet you're asking, what does all of this mean? Remember when I said that price elasticity is gauging the response to changes in prices? Well, by completing the equation, we can assign one of three different terms to describe just how elastic that product is. First is elastic. Kind of obvious, right? Whenever the price elasticity equation has given you a number that is greater than one, that means the item is very elastic. Going back to our eraser metaphor, it is very bendy and sometimes that can trigger other reactions. For example, if something is very price elastic, then you may decide to substitute that item for something else that is cheaper instead. Now, what if your price elasticity equals one? Well, then it's unitary, meaning any change in price will be directly reflected in its quantity. So what if your price elasticity is below one, like in our example from earlier? That means that the item is price inelastic. Think about that eraser again. Remember how if you didn't use it for a long time, the rubber would harden and you didn't have that flexibility anymore? Well, that's what inelastic means. More specifically, it means that these are items that you can't really substitute for other items easily. This can include specific services like electricity or water or luxury goods like that Kate Spade purse you've been eyeing up. So from our little quiz earlier, the answer was 0.8. This would mean that those envelopes were inelastic since the result was under one. Makes sense since envelopes are necessary if you wanted to send your letter through the snail mail. All right, we've made it to the end. Let's go over what we've learned. 
Price elasticity is a tool to help us understand the reaction or the flexibility of products when it comes to price changes. To determine just how elastic a product is, we have to divide the percent of change in quantity by the percent of change in price. If the result is greater than one, the product is very elastic. This means that shoppers will be more likely to substitute your product with something cheaper, so lowering the price a bit would probably be a safe bet. If the result is equal to one, then the product is unitary. This means that the price and the quantity are reflective of one another. If the result is less than one, then you have an inelastic product. This means that changing the price doesn't necessarily make a huge difference in how many of that item is purchased. These are your luxury purchases or utilities like electricity. Got it memorized? That's our episode for today. I hope that you learned a lot this semester and then you enjoyed our time together. Now, before you go, I have one last quiz for you. The last link in the show notes will take you to a Google form. Now, I know it's not as fun as Kahoot, but I wanted to make sure that you had plenty of time to complete the math portions without feeling rushed. So don't forget to complete the quiz and we'll see you next time. <laughs>